Welcome to this edition of IFLR's Closing Conditions podcast. My name is Carrie Lai, Interim Editor at International Financial Law Review. My guest today will be Andrew Ferguson, CEO at the Asia Pacific Loan Market Association. I'll be talking to Andrew about LIBOR transition, and we'll hear from him on the progress in Asia, what challenges remain, and how the impact of developments outside of Asia are affecting the region. It's good to have you with us, Andrew. Thank you. Um, thank you for having me. To start off, I understand that according to APLMA's recent survey, Asia will take until 2023 to transition away from LIBOR. What are the biggest challenges that remain, particularly for the loan market? Yes, the, the results of the APMA survey completed in April this year were perhaps uh, interesting and possibly a little bit unexpected. Um, some 55% of the respondents said that they didn't expect to complete the transition of the legacy book. And let's define legacy book. That's the, the remediation of the existing portfolio of loans, particularly the dollar loans, uh, as the pricing benchmark until the first half of 2023 which of course will be, will be bumping right up against the deadline of 30th June, 2023. Um, at first, I think we all found this a little bit surprising given, given the continuous urging and recommendations from the regulators and central banks that lenders and borrowers should really get on with the remediation process. And as uh, I guess as far as possible and as soon as possible, amend or repaper the legacy deals that have LIBOR linkage and switch to the recommended risk-free rates, be that SOFRA or SONIA or TONIA or whatever. On reflection, perhaps it does actually make sense that that result in the survey um, and wait until next year because there is still quite a lot of uncertainty out there in the market about things like calculation methodologies, fallbacks should the new RFRs not be available, credit adjustment spreads, and so on. So, so, so why rush into transitioning the legacy book now when the road ahead is not actually that clear? Uh, certainly from a borrower perspective, you don't want to get it wrong. And you certainly don't want to have to do it twice or try to cover every contingency in the documentation, making the documentation very long and unwieldy and, and probably expensive to prepare. So in terms of challenges that remain for the loan markets, uh, and the gist of your question, the, the first and arguably the biggest challenge we have is for borrowers and lenders to decide on what is the best calculation methodology to use. Is it the compounded in arrears methodology, which has been recommended by the Bank of England Working Group, and of course the Financial Conduct Authority, or is it some other methodology which is less complicated and perhaps forward-looking like LIBOR. Um, so that takes us to the US dollar market in APAC. And I, I would say again, as I've said many times to people, that the US dollar syndicated loan market makes up 90% of the total syndicated loan market in APAC. Um, in this region, there is a lot of support for term SOFRA, which is produced and administered by the Chicago Mercantile Exchange, the CME. And as we all know, term SOFR is very much like LIBOR. It's almost um, a plug and play because it's forward looking and it's still based on risk free rates. It's also the most popular US dollar benchmark for syndicated loans in the States, 
which is, of course, a huge market that dwarfs the rest of the world. So, yes, there are still some issues around credit adjustment spreads and hedging, blah, blah. But it's interesting to see more and more new loan transactions coming to market in this region, in APAC, which are rapidly, but I say both in the banking market and in the private credit market and the sponsor-led market. So I don't know, maybe we will have to live with both compounded and term SOFA going forwards. I, I think that bit is unclear and it's still clearly a, a big challenge. And how does progress compare across different jurisdictions in Asia? What are some of the country-specific issues that low market participants are facing? You know, that, that's a very good question because quite a few markets in Asia-Pacific haven't yet decided to switch to overnight risk-free rates. Um, I think in some countries, there is a lack of awareness. There is a knowledge gap. Um, and they're lagging behind in the process of transitioning away their domestic markets, which frequently, in a lot of places, mimic the way LIBOR is, is calculated and put together. Um, let's take a few examples. In Hong Kong, Honia has been around for a long time for brokers in the money markets. Um, it's quite well developed, but it isn't making any headway at all in the Hong Kong dollar loan or the Hong Kong dollar bond market, where HIBOR continues to dominate. This isn't perhaps a major problem because the Monetary Authority in Hong Kong has made it very plain that the two benchmarks can and should coexist. But a lot of HIBOR-related swaps and derivatives may still have some kind of LIBOR referencing. And hence, it's, it's my guess that Honia may become more important over time. In the Aussie market, BBSY is still the predominant benchmark for loans. And frankly, it doesn't look like that's going to change much in the near future. Meanwhile, in the Singapore market, the MAS has promulgated overnight SORA in all sectors of the financial markets and has taken a very proactive role in moving every sector of the market even retail loans and mortgages, to risk-free overnight rates. Then, of course, there are a multitude of smaller markets around the region which are playing catch-up in understanding overnight risk-free rates and how to employ them in their domestic markets. And, and most of those markets don't have deep and liquid futures markets, which might allow them to, to, to develop something like a term SOFA lookalike. I think this is actually putting a lot of pressure on the central banks in Asia to come up with transition strategies and local benchmarks that are going to work. But so far, and to be honest, uh, it hasn't really affected the syndicated loan market as such. Um, that, that was a very quick overview of a few countries. But as you can see, I think there are a number of countries who are still playing catch up. So with the use of synthetic LIBOR being used for sterling LIBOR, how would that affect Asian markets? Ah, well, synthetic sterling LIBOR will disappear, I believe, at the end of this year, uh, according to the Bank of England. Uh, how will that affect Asia? I suspect not very much, um, in part because sterling isn't really very much used in the Asian loan markets, and in part because the Sonia markets in the UK 
uh, and the related calculation methodology and conventions are all now very well developed and well understood. So overall, I don't think the disappearance of synthetic sterling LIBOR will actually have much impact in, in Asia. And what about for synthetic U.S. LIBOR, given the popularity of U.S. dollar loans in Asia? Well, Harry, as I've already said, the, the Fed, the ARC, the Bank of England, the FCA, the Hong Kong Monetary Authority, amongst others, have all made it very clear that SOFRA is the rec recommended U.S. dollar reference rate. And most have given very clear guidance that with effect from 1st of January 2022, that was this year, all new dollar loans should employ SOFRA for benchmarking purposes. As the legacy book, as we were talking about, is transitioned over the next eight months, I think there won't be that much need for synthetic US dollar. I think the need will gradually disappear um, before June 30 next year. Um, Look, there are still some conversations going on about tough legacy loans um, and possible legislative solutions. But in general, I think the, it likely that the need for synthetic US dollar LIBOR will completely disappear before the deadline of 30th of June 2023. That's great to hear. So turning to Europe, recent discussions on the EU's benchmark regulation have revolved around third country benchmarks. How do you see this affecting the loans industry in Asia? Ah, interesting question. Um, the EU benchmark regulations seem to me to be a never ending debate uh, about consultation, really, or ongoing consultation appears to be the key word. The, the EU is clearly out of step, in my view, with the rest of the world in respect of employing what they call third country benchmarks. Although the EU perhaps now does seem, in the latest consultation at least, seems to perhaps to be moving towards a more generally accepted concept or strategic benchmark methodology, which will hopefully facilitate rather than deny the use of third country benchmarks. But and an important thing, perhaps, in the good news for the loan markets is that the EU benchmark regulation doesn't actually affect loan products because loans are not considered to be securities, which probably explains why people in Asia haven't been in, or hasn't been much discussion among lenders and borrowers uh, in this region. Um, that said, I think it is um, something which we need to keep an eye on. We need to keep on the radar uh, going forwards, and we'll see where all these consultations come out. So looking into the future, where do you expect the most progress to be made in the next 6 to 12 months here in Asia? Woo. Um, probably in finding a landing on some of the documentary conventions and standard clauses that have been for years part of the APLMA template documents, but which have been put under the spotlight by the advent of risk-free rates. Um, and this would include, include such things as break costs and market disruption um, and the fallback waterfall in the event that the primary benchmark disappears. Um, but perhaps the major issue will be finding a landing in Asia 
on calculation methodologies, as we were talking about. My guess is that because APAC is caught in the middle between the USA, which prefers terms over, as I've said, and the UK and Europe, which prefers compounding in arrears, we'll probably end up with template documentation which accommodates both, which is really not ideal, but maybe it's going to be a fact of life. Um, although, as somebody also said to me, perhaps we'll uh, end up having to incorporate switch mechanics so that you can switch from one methodology to the other. But that's not ideal from an economic or a commercial point of view or a practical point of view. And I think probably the last area where I think progress will be made, and I hope will be made, will be in the area of credit adjustment spreads. Um, it is an area of some concern. If you look at recent deals that have been coming out in the uh, sponsor-led market and the private credit market, nobody talks about credit adjustment spreads. They're almost, well, no, we don't bother about that stuff. Um, in the bank market, it's a very real issue. And the more conservative the lender, then the more likely it is that you will see credit adjustment spreads built in to the pricing of the, of the transaction. So it's the one big area where we do need a landing and where I think, I hope, that real progress will be made in the next six months or, or so. I, I trust that answers the question. Yes, that's definitely a lot to think through. So that's all the questions I have for today. Is there anything else you'd like to add? Not really. I, I think we are, in, we are in a period of transition, let's face it. We still have a little bit of time left. There are still a lot of people kicking the can down the road. But we can see the end dates. Things are changing. Perhaps the legacy book isn't being transitioned as quickly as regulators would like. But we are getting there. And if, and if you think back to the early days of the speeches from Andrew Bailey and all the alarm bells that were being rung, we have come a long way. But there is still a little way to go. We're in the last furlong, I think we might say. Uh, and we are getting there. Yes, for sure. Well, thank you so much for your time today, Andrew. It's been great talking to you. It's been a real pleasure. Thank you very much for inviting me.